you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. NFC West Showdown. Ow, ow! Thursday Night Football, Week 5 kicks off hours from now, right here on the best channel of all time, NFL yes. Network, wow. which is one of the like league's most heated rivalries. This guy, Lion Schmayans, he's doing his thing with Cooper Cup. Oh, oh, but this guy? So Wilson. That's your boy, M. Rob. He's trying to defend his home turf. It is a battle in the league's best division, Thursday Night Football. What a game. Tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern on NFL Network, Fox streaming on Prime Video as well. Oh, then we have early Sunday morning action in London between the Falcons and the Jets. It's all happening right here, right now. Welcome to Good Morning Football. We're presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky on October 7th. It's Thursday. TNF is just ahead. My name's Kay Adams. Peter Schrager is here. Kyle Brandt is here. Michael Robinson in the house as well. And let's do it, guys. Time for the lead block. Lead block. That's not work of all Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is us right here. That's what I said. (laughs) Take that, Spike. Right. It's all going down Versus. tonight in Seattle on Thursday Night Football. Omar Ruiz has the latest on two superstars that you definitely need to be watching tonight as the Seahawks host the Rams in primetime on the best network of all time. Good morning, Kay. We are in for a treat with Russell Wilson facing off against Aaron Donald. Of course, Wilson is the quarterback that Donald has sacked more times in his career than any other. But, of course, Donald's saying that's because He's played Russell Wilson more than any other in his career. A lot of mutual respect being spoken of one another this week. They also spoke with Russell Wilson going into his 10th year now and Aaron Donald his eighth about getting their bodies right on this short week preparing for Thursday night football. Russell Wilson says he's been swimming a lot, getting his laps in while watching film and getting his treatment, trying to be efficient with his time. And of Wilson, Aaron Donald said that, of course, he's grown with his knowledge of the game, diagnosing defenses at the line of scrimmage, all his pre-snap reads. But still in this world of next-gen stats and analytics, so much of what Wilson does is still all about street ball, the style of play they had when they were kids. That playmaking ability when the scripted play breaks down is something the Rams defense will have to be aware of with Russell Wilson and the Seahawks. Thanks so much, Omar. Let's talk. Sorry. Omar was on it. He's right. We always love having him on the show. Let's talk X-Factors for TNF. Rams versus Seahawks. Division matchups. Always tough. We were just talking about it in the commercial before Mm -hmm. the show. Uh, What are we excited about? What is the X-Factor? Two of the best players in the world, Aaron Donald versus Russ. I I would sign up for this every single week. Omar's all over it. Let's get after it. Omar nailed it. I will elaborate here. Just give me 99 versus Russ right now, every single snap. Um, You know, this feels like a little bit of a reboot. You ever watch American Gladiators? They would do the Powerball. Remember that, Mike? And it would be like this great athlete who's a contestant. It's Rick Simmons. And then it'd be like, Nitro! And they'd have to battle Nitro or Gemini and Tower. 
<laughs> Donald is the gladiator. Russell is the contestant. And they're going to go four quarters of action. And there's so much familiarity. Sometimes mm. Russ wins. Sometimes Donald wins. This is what I'm looking for tonight. There's always the Russell Wilson play where he spins and jumps and he's down, but he's not. Oh, my God, he escaped and he found Lockett for 3,000 yards downfield. Donald has to stop that play because Omar mentioned this too. Look at the history of all the football Aaron Donald has played and Russell Wilson has played. No one, Aaron Donald has more wins against Russ than any other quarterback, more sacks, 13. And he has hit Russell Wilson 37 times more than any other quarterback in the face of the earth. They're cool. They're really cool. They play play a lot. Yeah. Um, (laughs) If the Rams are going to win this game, that number 37 has to be, I think, like 43 by tomorrow morning. But this is Nitro versus the Gladiator. Like this, the rest they could be one on one. Never mind the other the other twenty guys. This is awesome. This is why you watch them. And, and again, that's why you love Aaron Donner. You put your best player on defense in the middle of your defense. He can get to any any way. He can push the pocket on Russell. All of those things. I like that matchup. Um, for me, it's got to be the Seahawks pass rush. Mm-hmm. They, you know. They, they have guys to get after the quarterback, but for, for whatever reason, it hadn't been consistent. I know they have uh, Benson Mayora. He, he's a little banged up. But Darrell Taylor, uh, that guy out of Tennessee from Hopewell, Virginia, Hopewell High School, I know exactly where he's from. Okay. They need to get this guy going. I know he's been on the injury report, uh, but if they can get this guy going, he is the prototypical what we call Leo type of uh, p- position in this defense, meaning he looks like a smaller linebacker, but he's really a defensive end, and he's just a pass mm-hmm. rusher. Is that Bruce if, Irvin in your defense? Bruce Irvin that was in the defense that I played in. He's that guy, that pass rush piece that has to win all the time. And it's on Kenny Norton and the defensive staff to make sure he gets his one-on-one plays. Now, they're playing Matthew Stafford. They're in, 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 and traditionally, when you're playing a Sean McVay offense, you got to deal with this run game. you got to deal with play action. Yeah. For whatever reason this year, they haven't been doing a lot of play action. They're in the bottom half of the league as far as play action passes with the Rams because you have a Matthew Stafford that can manipulate the defense with his eyes. So I think it's going to be a lot of pass rush uh, opportunities for Darrell Taylor and the Seahawks team. They just got to hit home, man, because mm. if the ball gets up, I'm scared of the secondary. I'm sure yeah. Adams was sacking everybody. How many times did I talk about that stat? He has no, no sacks yet this season. Maybe he comes mm. under the bright light. That's something for that. Shout out Hopewell High School. Yeah. There you go. And Jamal Adams is a good Blue Devils. There. He was on, in the press conference last hey. week to beat the Niners, and he's wearing a leather jacket with no shirt underneath. And he's like, we got our swagger back. But I watched that game. I didn't feel like it was the Seahawks' defense of old. They beat Trey Lance, a rookie, in his first game just being thrown into there. Jamal Adams, K, 22 tackles, zero sacks, zero fumbles forced. Highest paid safety in the league. Mm-hmm. And, and I say that because they're banking on Bobby Wagner and Jamal Adams to be the leaders and guys like Darrell Taylor mm-hmm. and guys like Jordan Brooks and guys like the boys up front, Puna Ford, to like show up around them. But this Seahawks defense, I better show up tonight because those first three weeks, they were getting lit up. And then last week, they won. They won. They won 28 to 21. And I'm not going to take anything away from them. But did they get their swagger back? Mm. This is not the Ken Norton no. defense we're used to. This is wow. weak stuff. Look at the rushing yards per game allowed. That's that's what, that's what gets on my nerves. Look, I don't think I mean, the Rams, you know what I mean? I don't think the Rams are going to be run first. They're going to no. throw all over the place today. So this is a challenge to Jamal Adams, a challenge to that Seahawks defense. I think there's a lot of eyes on Stafford. Like, all right, Stafford, can you win a big game? Can we see it? It's enough with all the stats you've had. Can you win one? They have to stop Stafford. Yeah. And I, I, yeah. I have a feeling that the Rams, they're angry about the way things went last Sunday against Arizona. They're going to be bringing their offense. They've got a game plan. Do the Seahawks have enough to stop them? I have no doubt Russell Wilson can put up points, and they're going to score with Metcalf and Lockett. They always do. Mm-hmm. Does this defense have any backbone? Does it have any swagger? Because mm-hmm. the leather jacket and the no shirt underneath. I didn't that's, see that. That's all cool. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. It's yeah. great. And to say you have swagger is one thing. Show it to us on a national stage because beating Trey Lance is different than beating Matthew Stafford in this Rams offense. Peter, they're the worst defense in the league. Yeah, don't say that anymore. They're the thirty. We just showed the numbers. They're the thirty-second out of thirty. That's unbelievable to me. Something I feel stupid because all offseason, look, all offseason, all I talked about is the last eight weeks and how it's going to carry over. And if it does, and Brooks and everybody, you guys know I'm obsessed with Bobby Wagner. Did I pick Jamal Adams for my? Defensive player of the year. I think I no, maybe I did. I don't know. Maybe I think I did. I did. <laughs> I think you did. Let's go with the sacks. And I think I would yeah, thank you. They're like, yes, you did, Kay, in my ear. That's what they're there for. The weird thing is, <laughs> I wasn't convinced Arizona could stop Matthew Stafford, yeah. but they did sort of zero Take-a-wins. in on Cooper Cup. 
and take him sure. sort of out of the equation. He got peppered with targets, but he only caught 5 for 63. We know that Matthew Stafford likes zeroing in on his guys. He did it to Megatron. He's clearly doing it to Cooper Cup. To me, it's the some other receiver has to step up. Jefferson, we've seen flashes. Deshaun Jackson, we saw sure. at 34 making a big play here or there. But I don't and know. Bobby Trees, I, man. These flashes Bobby out of Robert Woods, yeah. I need to see more of that. Because if they somehow do have the swagger trigs, and they can stop what Cup is doing. Somebody else has to come and make a play. And I think they're going to need one of these other receivers to have a big night for them to come away with the win because we know Jalen is hanging out with DK Metcalf. Mm. Tyler Lockett's going to go deep, and they're going to score. Mm-hmm. They will. And, and look, 13 targets last week for Cup, and he only caught five of them. Yep. So five for 13? Five for 13. Peter, so it's, you might want to spread the ball around. We have something important here. You just called out Jamal Adams on national TV for not having swagger, and you took a little side swipe at his fashion. If Jamal Adams comes out tonight and has two sacks and interceptions, will, I wear? will you go leather jacket, no shirt on this program? Answer the question. Yes. Yes? No shirt, two, too? How many sacks? What do we need? Two. All right, I, th- let's put it this way. Two sacks, a Seahawks win, and, they hold, have... and they hold the Rams under 30. And he's going to have two sacks? No. That's what he does. I, no, the just, final just, offer is one sack under 30 Seahawks win. Are you in? Two sacks in a game? No, two sacks. Two! He's a safety! You got your no. swagger back. That's what he does. He, he rushes the quarterback. And oftentimes, we don't even account for the safety in the blocking unit. Okay. He should get the two sacks if he's blitzing. Fine. By two, two sacks. Two sacks, a win, and under 30. <laughs> Leather jacket, no Leather shirt. No shirt. Two sacks. Two sacks. Please, if I'm not here, video me in And or they win. I see this. The last segment of tomorrow's show, I'll do pigskin pick. Mm-hmm. With no shirt and a leather jacket. Wow. All right. And I mm-hmm. will get my swagger back. Okay, buddy. All right. So will we? I've never rooted. <laughs> the Prez! Let's go, Pete. Send them. Yeah. Send them. That's all you got to do. Everybody to tweet. Oh. Please send them. I need a waxing girl. Wow. Remember the little kid asked Babe Ruth for a home run? Like, that's like, Jamal, please, can you have two sacks? Seinfeld, Paul O'Neill. Yes. Hospital. We got to have this. Can we get Y'all a wax on the, an appointment for Peter wow. Schrager? Two uh, sacks, yeah. under 30, yeah. and a win. You're going to look like Buzz Bissinger. That's you, buddy. <laughs> Let Let's go. <laughs> Y'all are next, uh, This is our show. Y'all Let's go. Next. Let's bring in Tom Pelissero here. We have a big, a few big changes around the NFL yesterday. Thanks, Tom, for joining. I know, I know, your face from your, from my. <laughs> Tom, that's you on a Saturday night. Stop it. No. <laughs> I'm not on the what show tomorrow. Think, Just checking, right? I am not on the show. <laughs> I, I always watch it. I might have to, while I'm working out, I might have to pass tomorrow. But we'll see. But tell me this. Yeah. But are you rooting for the Seahawks and Jamal Adams? Kind of, sort of, a little bit. Just wink. Mm-hmm. Oh, 100%. Yes. Yeah, exactly. I, I think the Schrager <laughs> needs to pay for what he just said about our friend yeah. Jamal. It's, it's something we all need to see. All right. Tell us about what's going on. New Bears starting quarterback and two defensive studs on new teams. Lots to, 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 to discuss. I can't speak today. Go. <laughs> okay. As Bears coach Matt Nagy said, this is Justin Fields' time in Chicago. Nagy made the announcement on Wednesday that going forward, Fields is now QB1 for the Bears, and no scenario outside of an injury will cause them to look back. Now, Nagy had said repeatedly for weeks that once Andy Dalton was healthy, he was going to be the starter. Well, Dalton is healthy now after dealing with that bone bruise in his knee, but Fields showed enough last week against Detroit in his second NFL start to give Chicago confidence that he is ready for this moment. In other news, linebacker Jalen Smith could have a new home quickly after his release this week by the Dallas Cowboys. Our Ian Rappaport reporting on Wednesday night that the Packers are working to finalize a deal with Smith. There is a connection there. Packers coach Matt LaFleur was on staff for one year at Notre Dame while Smith was a star there. And this move won't cost the Packers a whole lot because Dallas owes him the bulk of his salary. Finally, Stephon Gilmore not released by the Patriots. They were able to find a trade partner sending him to Carolina for a sixth round pick in the 2023 draft. There is no new contract at this stage for Gilmore, so the Panthers only owe him about $6 million for the rest of this season. Gilmore still on the pup list, not eligible to play until week seven. The Patriots come to Carolina in week nine, okay? Oh, I love that. I didn't see that on the schedule. Thank you so much, Tom Pelissero, for filling us in. It's time for Mixed Bag Trivia. You know, later tonight we've got Rams and Seahawks, so we thought let's go with two quarterbacks who we've known as starters in the league for a decade as our trivia theme. It's a lot of Stafford. It's a lot of Russ. And it is all different versions of them. But here we are in Mixed Drag Trivia on a Thursday, and it's going to be Russell Wilson questions, Matthew Stafford questions, 
or something we call the mixed bag, which I don't even know what that is. It's kind of like a potpourri. Sure. Like a okay. Pop culture, anything. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We've never really done that hodgepodge. before. Hodgepodge. Yeah, hodgepodge. Mm-hmm. You got it, Kay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Mike, I ask you, would you like your former teammate Russell Wilson or Ooh. Matthew Stafford as your category? Uh, I'm going to take the uh, low-hanging fruit. Give me uh, Russell Wilson. Okay. okay. Yeah. Russell Wilson. Matthew Stafford has played in a playoff game against Russell Wilson, and it was fairly recently. A Seahawks 26-6 win in the wild card round back in January of 2017. In that game, which Seahawks running back went for 161 and a tug? 2017. 2017. Thomas Rawls. Turbin. Alex Collins. Marshawn Lynch. Or Robert Turbin. It's a playoff game. It was Stafford's last playoff game, to be to be it's exact. It's one of the top two. It's not Beast or it's Robert Turbin. Um, God, this is... Um, I want to say Thomas Rawls, but something tells me Alex Collins. I'm going to say Thomas Rawls. The pride of Flint, Michigan, Thomas Rawls is Boom! the answer. That was a total guess. I was, yes, I'm he happy He set a that. Seahawks team record. <laughs> most rushing yards in a playoff that's game. That's crazy. Ever for a Seahawk. That's Sean Alexander. That's Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> that's Kurt Warner. That's whoever you want. Uh, Ricky Rawls, Waters. Yeah, Ricky Waters. He's one of only two Seahawks to ever go over 150 in a playoff game. And he absolutely gashed the Lions that night. It was an unbelievable performance from Thomas Rawls. A Saturday game? It was a Saturday night yes, game. Yes, it was. A yeah. wild right. card. And then they would go you on. You remember this game? Sure, it was like four years, years ago. It was <laughs> really, really tough for me. I don't know. They yeah, would play the I Falcons. I remember that. Now I see it. But they I the Falcons the next first. week in Atlanta, and it was Matt Ryan's year where he just dissected and they beat him. Oh, the yeah. The Falcons did. But Thomas Rawls had himself a huge night. You're running back from the Seahawks. You got to respect yeah. the numbers. I love the numbers, uh-huh. man. And, you know, the fullback that took my place was still there, too. Was Derek Coleman. 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 Yep. He was blocking. Great so. player. Derek hey. Coleman. Hi. And the cons on the low block? No, different one. No. I will <laughs> say, it's really quick, Chris Carson, uh, game time decision tonight. We're talking running backs That's in this important. game. Alex Collins is one of those choices. He would be prepared to go if Chris Carson sits with his neck. He's back on Seattle. Fantasy-wise? Full circle. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, unbelievable. Uh, okay. Russell Wilson, Matthew Stafford, or the mixed bag? I will go with Matthew Stafford because I give him a lot of grief over the years. So let's play the game. All right. So he's got the most passing yards in NFL history for quarterbacks without a playoff win. Is that, is that a good thing? It's I don't know. a great stat. Right. But he does have a lot of passing yards. Yeah. <laughs> of all the active quarterbacks in the league, which one has the second most oh, I got passing it. yards without a playoff oh, win? Oh, boy. Is it Derek Carr? I hope it's Tyrod Taylor. Is it Ryan Fitzpatrick? <laughs> Is it Andy Dalton or is it Tyrod Taylor? This is a good question because none of these guys have ever won a playoff game. They've been in the league for a long time. You're telling me none of them have ever had a playoff game. So, okay. Never won Won a playoff playoff. game. Um, I would say longevity. It should be Ryan Fitzpatrick, right? Just like the the amount of time he's played. It's not Tyrod Taylor. Can I see the choices again? (laughs) I actually, there's a really good question. Uh, It's a good question. The research department. It's Fitzy or Carr. I don't think it's Andy Dalton. Well, Dalton started a long Years. All those years of AJ Green. Season and out of the All those thousand yard seasons for AJ Green. You might be right. I'm going to go Andy Dalton C, and you better not be wrong, Kyle. Kyle, do you want to jump into? I don't think it's Carr. It's not Tyrod. I, I actually do think it's Fitzpatrick, and I think it's close. Yeah, I, me too. You know what, Kate? I think it's Fitzpatrick too. It's probably Dalton. I actually, I'm, this is a tough I'm just thinking all the thousand prob- yard seasons. Final for answer for me is Dalton. Dalton. Fitzpatrick. For Correct me. answer is Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ah! Very good question. You guys know how many passing yards Fitzpatrick has? How many? 34,990 yards. Russell Wilson has the same amount of passing yards in his career. (laughs) Ryan Fitzpatrick has played for so long and thrown for so many yards. This is is actually easy looking back. 166 (laughs) regular season games without a playoff appearance, let alone a playoff win. He has seventh most active passing yards what? for any quarterbacks in the league. Is Dalton close? Dalton's close. He's at the next amount. Okay, right. He's the next amount. Okay, fine. Andy Dalton finds okay. another way to break our hearts. Maybe no. just another no, way. Right. Question. That's a really good question. I'm pissed off we didn't get that. Uh, give me the mixed bag. What do you right. got? So we talked about Stafford's last playoff game. Thomas Rawls runs all over them. It was on a Saturday night in New Orleans. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was in Saturday night in Seattle. Seattle. He also played another playoff game. In New Orleans on a Saturday night, where New Orleans won 45-28 to despite 380 yards from Stafford and three touchdowns, where he hit Nate Burleson on some big plays. Now, I ask you, that Saturday night in 2012, 
Who hosted SNL immediately afterwards on NBC? The game was on NBC. Alan Chris tossed to Saturday Night Live. Yeah. We have this question before. Who hosted and who was the musical guest? Was it Deuces and Mero and Madonna? Too they were early. hot. Too early. Charles Barkley and Kelly Clarkson. Brad Pitt and Fetty Wap. Uh-huh. Or Paul Rudd and the band Fun. It was not Paul Rudd and Fun. I'll bet he could sing Fun really well. Um, Peter, this was a January then? This would be a January episode? January. Because Barkley and Clarkson has season premiere vibes to me. Um, it's after a playoff game, so that's a big All right. audience. It wasn't Brad Pitt. Ladies and gentlemen, Fetty Wap. It, was, it wasn't them. <laughs> I don't think the Zeus and Mero hosted they SNL. They weren't around yet, was it? I don't know. So all the gravity is During just During the Bodega in. reviews? No. Yeah. I, I don't think so, Peter. I know Barkley has hosted, and Kelly Clarkson is, is incredible. So I'm just going to go with the, the shiny object here in this case. I'm going to go B. What do you think it is? D. You think it's uh, Paul, fun? Paul Run Fun? Former lead singer of the format. Excellent band. Look it up. Yeah. Okay. Deuces and Marrow. Ladies and gentlemen, Madonna. No, you don't see it happen. No. Yeah, I, I, with due respect to them, Madonna has been around there for years. I would think it would be someone more. Does her someone generation. have a good Charles Barkley on the show? We can hear. Uh, who doesn't? He's like, <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Kelly Clarkson. I don't know. Really? No, since since you've been gone, it's, 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 it's a little. Gone. It's Barkley with just a little bit of Mahomes, which that's is it. bring it back that's to football. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Charles Barkley and Kelly Clarkson. Nice. Uh, see, my, my life fire. would suck Good without job. you. My life would suck right. without you. Is that, that was more like <laughs> Elvis Presley. <laughs> what are you talking about? Tell Dude, me about this show. This show was epic. It was an epic one. It was right after. Uh, you know, Stafford loses that playoff game, and of course, Breeze <laughs> threw for 400 yards. And this is the third time Barkley hosted SNL. Wow. He was part of Inside the NBA. They do the bit where Keenan plays Shaq. It's always hilarious. Oh, that's so yeah. funny when you yeah. play Shaq. Uh, it, I'm sorry. Someone, uh, what's his name, played him? Uh, not Keenan? Not Keenan. The other. Know. Jay Farrow played Shaq. Oh, Jay Shaq. Farrow played Shaq, sure. And then Keenan plays Barkley. Thank and Clarkson, you. of course. Right. She performs. What did she sing? Stronger! That's it. It's a great tune. You like that song? I have no idea. Oh, you know it. No, Clarkson. You've played it. I heard you pour it before the show. You have? Oh, okay. You loved it. That was your pump up song today. We've got one more, guys. For you. Okay. Because you were there. Okay. Russell Wilson has thrown 276 career touchdown passes. Mm-hmm. His first came in a week one loss yeah, we to did. the Arizona Cardinals. Is his first touchdown pass ever? I ask you guys, oh. who caught Russell Wilson's first ever oh, totally touchdown can't. pass? Is it Sidney Rice? Is it Leon Washington? I mean, it's D. Is it Anthony <laughs> McCoy? Or is it America's fullback? <laughs> 26 in your program, Michael Robinson. Well, I, I just saw the start of the play. Okay. Beast Mode was the running back, so Leon Washington wasn't in the game. Mm-hmm. I wasn't in the game. I would have remembered that one. So it's either Sidney Rice or Anthony McCoy. Um, I'm going to go Anthony McCoy. Anthony McCoy, great tight end. Yeah. Good guy. USC, yeah. I wish it I was, was wrong, you, probably, but you would have remembered that. So I'll go Sydney Rice. Hey. <laughs> yeah, I was looking for you in the from the play. I'm like, are I'm you lined up at H back? I, I don't think he's out there. Sydney Rice made some big plays, but just because I again, this is not about the question. It's about Peter. Yeah. <laughs> Peter wants the answer to be Anthony, Anthony McCoy. <laughs> Notice how quickly he was like, "You would see, great player." <laughs> it's because he knows. He just showed his hand. <laughs> Anthony McCoy. Go on. Okay. Scored a touchdown in Russell's second game. Ah, All right. It's not him. But let's see who scored the touchdown in his first game. A loss, by the way, to John Skelton in the Cardinals. I remember. Let's toss to the voice of your New York Rangers, Sam Rosen, on the call. (laughs) Wilson ducks in under center, takes the snap, drops back, looking, and throws. What a catch by Sidney Rice. I love it. I absolutely love it. You look at the progressions he made. He saw something pre-snap he wanted to take advantage of. They adjusted on the on the defensive side of the ball for Arizona. Comes back to the left side and then back to the middle, finding Sidney Rice. After that game, they lost. My bad, Sid. They would win four of five. But you see what I like there? Sidney Rice takes the ball. It's like he knew. He gives it to Russell Wilson. Uh, First career time, he's like, you keep, I bet you Russell still has that I ball. I bet he still has the two. I bet you were at home saying, I still think they should play Matt Flynn. What's Russell even <laughs> doing in there? That's Peter's deal. Dude, I'm so glad you said that. Right. We lost that game. 20-16 to, to John Skelton. We lost that game, right? 
But you the whole the plane playoffs, ride right? back. Mm-hmm. Those were the conversations, team guys on that team. Sign this guy for a lot. Everyone's saying, I don't know about this Russ guy. That's crazy. We need to we need to sign the guy with the money. We need to play the guy with the money. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Spentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand. It's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless. The NFL celebrates musical artists of all genres through our song spotlights and artist takeovers. This week, our very own MJ Acosta Ruiz sat down with rapper Sway Lee to talk about his love for football and his new song, Ball is Life. It's featured on the official Madden 22 soundtrack. It's awesome. And here you can check it out. All right, we just got exponentially cooler here at, <laughs> at the NFL Media Studios because Slaley is in the house. Welcome to our new studio, our new home actually, here in Inglewood. But it's nice. Studio may be new to you, but not the city. This is right where you were born. What mm-hmm. does it mean to you to call Inglewood home? And how have you seen it change over the years? Inglewood, yeah, I was born in, uh, shout out Monterey Park, man. I was born <laughs> in Monterey Park a long time ago, about a quarter of a lifetime ago. Hey. You know what I'm saying? My mom, she started off out here. But, yeah, it's, it's dope to call the city, you know what I'm saying? West Coast, best coast, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Switched over to the, to the south. Grew up in Mississippi, Texas, a couple other places. But, yeah, man, it's good to call it home, and, and now I'm back. And to see everything that's going on now. You see the studio and SoFi right across oh, yeah. the street from us. Um, now, when you, when you talk about your upbringing, you were only 11 when you started <laughs> out in the game. Um, the music industry is a very interesting place. You started off, so you've already mm-hmm. been in it for a minute. How did that happen and how did you get your start? Um, That happened, yeah, I was like 11. You know what I'm saying? I, I moved to Texas, Colleen, Texas, and I was living out there. And my dad was on the Army base. My mom was in the Army and stuff. So a gentleman by the name of uh, King James, he came through <laughs> and he brought me Fruity Loops. And it was like Fruity Loops, the early version. It might have been Fruity Loops like six or five. Right. Like, like It was like early. And he just brought me there. I started off making beats before I started actually laying vocals and stuff. So, wow. yeah, he brought me there. I started making beats. <laughs> Like, they was, my beats was doo-doo when I first started, like. I love it. Like, it just sounded like, you know what I'm saying, a bunch of noise. But I just kept on staying at it, and I ended up making, like, making it make sense. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but that was my start. So, even at 11 years old, you were already formulating all of these beats that probably nobody else understood, mm-hmm. but to you sounded like a man, <laughs> which it was, because look at where it got you here. Okay, so let's talk about the Madden 22 soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Absolutely so sick. Appreciate it. Ball is Life featuring Jack Harlow mm. all over everything. Featured on the custom Madden 22 soundtrack promo that was filmed <clears throat> right across the street at SoFi Stadium, a place most people haven't even seen <laughs> right yet. Up, yeah. Can you take us through that experience? Man, Ball is Life, man. Shout out to Madden, too. You know, I grew up playing that game with my brothers. My right. four brothers, we all was on the same team. Like, you know what I'm saying? Playing the same game with four controllers. So shout out to Madden, you know what I'm saying, for... I ain't gonna say... Man, I ain't gonna cuss, but um, I'm messing with your boy for rocking with your boy on that joint. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, Ball is Life featuring my boy Jack Harlow um, on the game right now. You might hear why you on the sticks. That just came, like, I made that song upstairs in my house. You know what I'm saying? Wow. I ain't never had no. It sounded like real triumphant. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like somebody celebrating, like a whole, like a crowd of people celebrating. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, 
sound like people screaming at the top of their lungs. Like, so it just like, I don't know, it reminded me about a game. And it's not, it's not about like, ball is life. Oh, let's get on the court. Like, let's do this. Let's, let's get out there. Let's suit up. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, it's about having a competitive spirit. You know what I'm saying? Just having a competitive spirit and just want to better, wanting to better yourself. Now, I heard that the Rams and the Cowboys are your favorite teams here. So which mm-hmm. team do you play more in Madden, Cowboys or Rams? In Madden, uh, I'll be playing mostly right now. I'm just really trying to understand all the teams and all the players and just make a sure lot of, a lot the stats matching up. Right, yeah, I got to right, make sure right. the stats match up with the players in real life. So, But mostly, yeah, I play, I play with, with Prescott and them. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I got to play with Dak. That's fair. But I love the Chargers. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I love both teams. I'm just torn between the two. I could not be more excited to welcome this guest right now. Joining us is a second-year running back who's got – the perfect combination, honesty, of speed and power. He's part of a Bills offense dropping a casual 32 points per game and shutting out teams, and they do not look like they are slowing down anytime soon. Please, guys, put your hands together for Bills running back Zach Moore. What's up, Zach? What's up, Zach? What's up, Zach? What's up, guys? What's up? What's up? Appreciate you guys having me on. We are so excited to talk to you. You have been on fire lately. You guys fell at home, of course, to the Steelers, blah, blah, blah. You weren't even out there. That was week one. Since then, dominating everyone in every way. You guys have allowed just 21 points in the three wins since that opener. What has been the biggest reason that your team and you specifically have been so locked in week two and on? I think, you know, from losing that first game, we've just been having our head down and just working, you know, not worried about, what people are saying and all that type of stuff. Just, you know, focus on us and how we can get better uh, week in and week out. And I think over these last uh, three games, we've been able to do that. We've been able to do some good things on offense, defense, and special teams. So, um, you know, we definitely want to keep it rolling. But uh, right now we're doing a good job of just playing uh, good team ball. Zach, I'm so happy to have you on the show, brother. Like, it's awesome to have you. Big fan of yours. Love the way that you run the football, how you get behind your pads. Um, all of those things. Got great feet as a back, so I had to tell you that. You got a great podcast, too. Had to tell you that. Appreciate but, it. Uh, to get into it a little bit, you dealt with a little adversity back in week two when you played after the mm-hmm. funeral of your aunt the day before. Um, after an early fumble, you scored two touchdowns on your way to a 35-0 win over Miami. Talk to us about overcoming that adversity and how it helped you throughout the early parts of this season. Yeah, that, that was tough. Uh, you know, that was something I knew I was going to have to kind of go through. Um, and you kind of always talk to yourself and kind of figure out how you are going to, um, you know, try to get through it. But you don't really know until you're in that moment. Um, so, yeah, having to go to my aunt's funeral on Saturday um, and then play in my hometown on Sunday with, you know, family and friends watching and all that type of stuff. Um, it was a bit rough uh, to go out there and, you know, kind of perform first and then have a fumble early in the game. Um, so it was it was it was all crazy. Um, but I was able to bounce back by just, you know, just staying the course, you know, and my teammates and my coaches. Um, you know, just giving me words of encouragement and just keeping me locked in. Um, so that was that was big. Yeah, man, it was huge. And again, we always say you can't help what happens to you, but you, know, you, but you have the control over how you respond to it, man. Great job by you and great job by the coaches by continuing to give you the football. Now, you guys are currently ranked fifth in the National Football League at rushing. Um, but we don't hear your hear a lot of buzz about the Russian attack out there in Buffalo. We always hear about Josh Allen, right, and throwing the football all over the place. You feel like you guys are a little underrated? Uh, I think we're right where we, we need to be at. You know what I mean? Right now we're at a good spot, um, especially, you know, versus last year where we're at and what we're doing right now. So, you know, in our room, you know, we ain't worried about being – uh, you know, talked about on every every show, every channel and things like that. We just want to go out there and help our team win. So um, if we are talked about, we're not talked about, we're going to have the same mentality week in, week out. Let me poke the bear a little they bit under- here. Oh, I'll answer it. They underrated. They underrated. Yeah. Go on, Peter. <laughs> I'll say it. Let me poke the bear here poke a little it. bit. We do a lot of Bills talk on this show. We love everything about the Buffalo fan base and what you guys have done the last few years. But you guys played the Chiefs twice last year. One time there, one time in Arrowhead. You lost both times. This is the game. Week five, rematch of the AFC Championship game, going back into their building. Their defense looks very susceptible. How are you guys feeling as we look at this monster AFC Championship game rematch, knowing there are a lot of people who are like, I'm not buying the Bills until they get by the Chiefs? (laughs) 
Um, you know, we're we're looking at ourselves, man. And that's the biggest thing I think you can do um, as a team. You know, in the last couple of weeks, ever since losing our first game, we've looked at ourselves and how we can get better. Um, so, you know, the Chiefs are another team that we have to play. Um, and obviously, we've had uh, history with this team. Um, so, of course, a lot of people like to put more to it than, um, you know, kind of what we're looking at it as. So we're just looking at ourselves and how we can be the best versions of ourselves going out there against them. And, you know, that will take care of itself pretty much. Yeah, especially the way their defense is playing, Zach. I think you're going to run right through them. They're soft right now. They're getting teams run up yards on them. You lower that shoulder and do your <laughs> thing. You are going to have a big day. And speaking of lowering the shoulder, you got a little bit of beast mode in your run style, which we love, and it works out perfectly because you also have a podcast called The Moss Mode Show. And, of course, you got <laughs> the QB1 to come on. Josh Allen is recently one of the guests. And here's what he had to say, you and he, on The Moss Mode Show. Check out the QB1. Uh, yeah, we, we spent a few months, it wasn't a long time, a few months doing gymnastics. And, um, right after that is when, you know, we found like flag football and, uh, you know, tackle football shortly thereafter. So that's, that's when gymnastics stopped. It was, uh, I, I didn't, I didn't know what it was, but again, it's just one of those things. I would that say you, 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 you're too damn big to be doing gymnastics. You couldn't yeah, got too much sure older and did that one. <laughs> It's so funny, and it looks great. I don't know if Josh Allen is the right size for the pommel horse, but I do know that last week, Zach, he did something you might be able to relate to. Uh, he had this highlight where he's running down the sideline, and the guy tackles him, and he pulls him down by the back of his head from behind. I don't know if the gymnastics thing plays here, but as a guy who trucks dudes yourself, Zach, what did you make of this play from your uh, your gymnast? Uh it was a wild play. I mean, for one, it was a quarterback sneak, and he ended up rattling off like 15 yards. Not many quarterbacks are going to do that, for one. Um, and then the way he finished the play is, it was, I don't know what to say about that. Um, <laughs> I think he just was trying to, you know, help his own fall in a, in a way. So he helped bring that dude with him so that way he wouldn't fall on him. But that was, that was funny for sure. <laughs> it certainly was. Uh, I know your presence in Buffalo goes beyond what you've been doing, absolutely crushing it on the football field. Talk to me about your involvement in that community and how others can participate. I understand you're helping raise funds for a life center not far from Buffalo, yeah. something that you didn't have growing up. Yeah, you know, we've been doing a lot of work, um, me and my team. Um, I'm blessed to be able to be in the position that I'm in um, and kind of just do things and help people that kind of don't have that platform and that voice uh, for themselves and things like that. Um, so having a marketing team that's kind of based here in Buffalo, being local, um, they know a lot of things around the community and we've been doing a lot of stuff. Um, one of our biggest things is uh, doing the Life Center um, for the city of Lackawanna where, you know, they can come in there, they can have mm-hmm. um, shelter, food, and doctors on on uh, standby and everything like that in that, in that uh, community because, um, they don't really have a lot of that stuff very close near to them at all. Um, and me being from uh, inner city in Miami and things like that, I kind of understand um, growing up with those type of hardships and how hard it can be on, you know, parents, single parents um, and kids um, by themselves and stuff like that. And it takes donations to get that going. Great you can job, follow bro. you on social media. Great I'm looking job. at it's not even it's, it's a campus. It's a whole thing in Lackawanna, New York, uh, you know, close to Buffalo, clearly near and dear to your heart. And you've done a lot for them over the years in raising money and in, 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 with T-shirts and auctions and, and all that stuff. So uh, we appreciate that and want to see you continue to do well on and off the field. And please come stop by again and please crush it for my fantasy team because you're very much on it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm also starting my own clothing brand, and I'm sending you guys all mm. some Zemo apparel very, very soon. So be on the look for that. Zemo. Be on the lookout for that. To the nameless voice that called me two weeks before the draft in 1994 to let me know that the NFL wasn't checking for me. They didn't like me. They like, they like more of NFL legend, legend Bertie Manuel and Ryan Yabarov. I know you're alive. I know you're listening. I pray God keep you alive for this day. So my message to you is rap legend Cool Mo D wanted me to ask you how you like me now. Yes, sir. 
Yes, yes, yes. We are honored to welcome this next guest to the show. He's a four-time Pro Bowl selection, a Super Bowl champion, and he was one of the key pieces of the Rams' greatest show on on turf team and still leads the franchise in receptions, receiving yards, and receiving touchdowns. He's also a former teammate of mine. Well, I was a former teammate of his. (laughs) Please welcome Hall of Fame wide receiver, Isaac Bruce. What's going on? What's going on, people? How you guys doing? Thanks, Mike. Great. Hey, doing great, doing great. So we we just saw your Hall of Fame speech was one of our favorite moments from the entire weekend. One portion of your speech stood out above the rest. Walk us through how you went about planning the speech (laughs) and how great it felt to be able to include the phrase, how you like me now, in there. Well, Mike, it was awesome, man. Um, I was prepared uh, to do it, have everything set up. Uh, I put my iPad on the podium. So after I unveiled my bus, I can walk right to the podium. But as I walked to the podium, I noticed that my iPad is gone, which had my my speech written on it. And uh, so I'm looking around and I'm thinking, you know, is this a is this a prank that they pull on first year Hall of Famers or what? So um, I kind of just regathered myself. And I uh, started opening my mouth, and, and God filled it up for me, man. So it was, it was a special <laughs> moment. had fun. And I tell you what, the Hall of Fame far exceeded all my expectations as far as induction weekend, man. Great time. Oh, I love that. I mean, your speech brought the house down. I was here for every second of it. But it was what happened before this months before that I loved the most. It's, an, it's yeah. a famous story now. You wait your whole career, Isaac, to hear that knock mm-hmm. on your door. And then you finally get it. David <laughs> Baker is there. He knocks. Nobody's home. You make him knock again. Right. You tell everybody, shh, shh. What was going through your mind behind that closed door before you decided to open it up and be welcomed into the Hall of Fame? Well, I, I told Mr. Baker, you know, I, I gave it to him as a joke that, you know, he made me wait. So I wanted to make him wait. But as far as, you know, inside that room, I had my family inside the room. My two daughters were there. And I'm always the guy in the house, you know, telling them when the doorbell rings or when the phone chimes, don't be so quick to run in and, and uh, answer the door, go to DoorDash, whatever, and answer that. But just kind of relax and enjoy the moment. So inside the room, I felt like it was a teachable moment. And so I had that opportunity Uh, to teach my girls just to be patient. And uh, the things that you're believing for, they all run you down in the end. They do, and they did. And we're looking at the visual now, and it's so awesome to see, Isaac. And we've talked about it with you for a long time. So we were thrilled when you got in. And um, now it's supposed to be this moment when it's all happy and all the strife is gone. It's just celebrating. And yet, enter Chris Carter. Mm -hmm. Now, Isaac, you Mm -hmm. have gone on record saying that you believe that yourself and Torrey Holt were the best wide receiver duo in the history of this game, better than Chris Carter and Randy Moss. That was your take. So we're pretty close with Chris. Chris joined our show back in August and addressed your take. I would like you to listen to this and uh, offer your own response. Here's Chris. I don't know what we're arguing here about. Now, if this was T.O. saying he was better than Chris Carter, I would listen to it. I wouldn't believe it. If it was Randy Moss even saying that he was better than me, I would listen to it. I believe I, 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 I would believe that he believes that he is. Yeah. Those kind of conversations I'm all for. But someone trying to say that they're better than Randy Moss and myself, you got to stop that. Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> Isaac, we're smiling, we're laughing. You guys are brothers yeah. now in the Hall of Fame, but respond yeah. to Mr. Carter's thoughts, please. Oh, you know what? Nothing but respect for uh, Mr. Moss. Nothing but respect for Mr. Carter. I felt like they, they impacted the game in such a tremendous way. Um, fact is, uh, when, you, when you turn on a tutorial about how to play the position as far as wide receiver is concerned, I think Mr. Hope and myself would be first on that list. So um, we don't have to take a backseat to anybody. You know, we have enough numbers. Uh, we have enough rings. Uh, we have enough Super Bowl appearances. Mm. And uh, mm. I think that says a lot. <laughs> I oh, he didn't have to say much, but said a lot. Mm. Oh, my mm. goodness. You know what? There's oh. a big contingent of people who say now that Isaac's in, 
Tory should come in right uh-huh. now this year. We'll see how it goes over the next yeah. 12 months, of course. But, yeah. Isaac, I ask you, what does it say about the legacy of the greatest show on turf team that now four oh, members man. of that offense, four members, you, Orlando, obviously Marshall and Kurt, have now been inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. What a statement it is about the unit that you guys had. Well, you know, to be honest, it's bittersweet because, you know, and Mike, Mike knows this, when you have such a talented team, and you don't squeeze every piece of juice out of it that you possibly can, you kind of feel disappointed about it. I think, you know, playing and the production level that we put up together as a group, I mean, it was awesome. I mean, it, it, was, it was spectacular at times. But when you only win one Super Bowl, I mean, it's kind of dis- disappointing to have these many guys in one huddle and these guys being shrine, including myself and Tori, on his way. Um, you know, it's a little bit disappointing, wishing we could go back and do some things over and kind of kind of rehash some things. But it's bittersweet to, uh, just as a whole to myself. Mm, it's well said. I want to ask you about something that John Madden famously said in his Hall of Fame speech, that he said that he believes in the busts. They're in that hallway. Talk to each other <laughs> at night. So I'd like to know who is Isaac Bruce's bust talking to and what are they saying? Tell me. Well, uh, uh, first of all, I'm, I'm talking to Dan Marino and just, uh, you know, hmm. rehashing the conversations oh, wow. that we had, you know, in my childhood about him throwing me the hmm. ball and getting me to rock consistently. Uh, I may be speaking to uh, Paul Warfield, uh, guys like that, hmm. the great Miami Dolphins cool. that are enshrined in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And I'll probably just be kicking up my foot on the wall with Marshall Big O, just leaning it back with Kurt and just saying, you know what, man, we can take all these guys, <laughs> especially the defensive dudes, man. So. That's probably what the conversation is. That's awesome. Man, that is so awesome. I be now, you already know today's NFL heavily features the offense. Um, the greatest show on turf was one of the most innovative and explosive teams in NFL history. In today's versions, in today's version of the NFL, what kind of numbers do you think uh, that you and your Rams team could have put up on those record books? Uh, let, let's just be honest. I mean, the, the, the dispensation of defense that we played under. I mean, you had, you know, defensive players had our ultimate respect from the time we stepped off the charter on the, off the bus to the football field because they could regulate the game from a defensive standpoint as far as taking headshots, hitting you how they wanted to hit you. They can lunge from hash to hash. And they commanded that, that type of respect. So, you know, it's different now. I mean, mm-hmm. the defenses are handcuffed. Uh, they, they really aren't able to really play. They have to think before they make plays now, and that puts players in difficult uh, situations. Uh, to me, I think it may cause a lot more injury to play that way versus the way that we play. But I think, you know, had we been uh, under this group, these rules, I think probably not double what the production level, but just add, you know, a quarter to what we did. It would have been special, though. Yeah, I'd be. it definitely would have been special, bro. Thank you for coming by the breakfast table this morning. Um, and personally, I want to thank you for your effect that you had on my life, how hmm. much of a pro that you forced me and made me be in my life, and you made me a better human being and a better man. Hall of Famer, Ike B., thank you, brother. I appreciate you. I appreciate you, Mike. And uh, you guys check out my Rams tonight, man. We got embarrassed last okay. week. Yeah. So we're looking out to put out a better, better product tonight, man. And we're going to show it up in Seattle. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Fistle Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand. It's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. 
Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless. It's always amazing how time flies when you're having fun, just like we are this season, which means it's already week five of the NFL season with an epic game tonight between the Rams and the Seahawks. Before every game, we like to take a shot. Something crazy we think is going to happen. Peace, Riggs, give us something tasty. What's going to happen tonight? Aaron Andrews on the sideline for the Rams, and she reached out to me this week. She's like, do you know Robert Rochelle's story? I'm like, I don't. She's like, it's the ultimate long shot story. This is a fourth-round pick out of Central Arkansas who has been through so much in his huh. life. His father tragically killed in a drive-by. He has lost cousins, he has lost uncles, and he recently came out and says he battles depression, and in a mental health awareness moment, he says, I, I want to be one of those leaders and talk about it openly. He is a rookie who's been through so much. Last week, it's on the field, making plays all over the field at the end of the game for Arizona. I think Robert Rochelle has his big moment. Robert Rochelle, let's see it on national television. Fourth round pick out of Central Arkansas. Zero star recruit. I think he accepts Russell Wilson in a big moment. Well, I'm yeah, for him. Great job on, on that kid, man. Responding to adversity. For me, uh, I'm going to say Kyler, I mean, Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett, slot receiver, Seattle Seahawks. 100-plus receiving yards, hey. three touchdowns. Oh. It will happen. Three. It will happen. He right. will have Patrick. three touchdowns. He is the deep threat for the Seattle Seahawks, and he plays in the slot. I know Jalen Ramsey gets there sometimes, but this kid is fast and quick. One of my oh, favorite players. So he'll have three from Lockett, one from yep. DK, and that means he'll have four touchdowns. Russell Wilson, I think he's going to absolutely crush it. Up against a Rams defense that is not the Rams defense of last year. Uh, he crushes in primetime, you guys. And, uh, you know who has more? A better winning mm. percentage of any quarterback in primetime since 2000 who's Who? better than Russell? Nobody. Ah, nobody. Not Brady, not Peyton. He is higher than anyone. He does his thing. He's 4 0 on Thursday night football at home. And get this they are 7 0 when they wear their action green uniform. Oh. They're rocking them tonight. Uh-oh. They will win if they continue that streak. We will win tomorrow. When and if Jamal Adams oh. has two sacks, <laughs> keeps the Rams under yes. 30 points, yes. and wins. <laughs> Peter said he will go Peter shirtless Andrews. just like Jamal did in a picture. Can we even imagine what would that would possibly Possibly look like. Oh, damn! What? He got That's Peace Riggs, baby. Yes. Black hand. Peter, talk yeah. about it. If Jamal Adams has two sacks, holds the Seahawks under uh, the Rams under 30 and wins, I will wear that tomorrow. You That's you, like buddy. You're going to sell me socks and funnel cake. That's exactly right. Woo! Start your engines. Hey, ladies. Wow. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more official podcasts from the NFL, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.